I don't believe it. That's Clone Force 99. This is Wrecker, Hunter, Echo, Tech, and Crosshair. Obviously, we are different. We're all you're getting. Ha! We're all you need! They call themselves the Bad Batch. Experimental Unit Clone Force 99. The defective clones with the uh, desirable mutations. This is one meeting I don't want to miss. And welcome to another edition of the Dad Batch Podcast, episode 36. My name is Steven Schultz, and I'm your host in the pilot seat today. And with us, as always, the other Dad Batchers, your space daddies. First up, <laughs> when has he ever followed orders? It's Joe Lara. <laughs> Dude, you don't have to hide. You don't have to hide under the table anymore, man. <laughs> Dude, these these audibles and just it's so fun. This is what this is why I like hanging with you guys. You guys make it fun for sure. So doing good. Doing all right. Well. So how was the flight home? How was we're all going to we're all going to talk about London in a second. But how has it been since you've come home? How, how have you and the family been? Um, good. Uh, we, we, it, we had to we got delayed a day. Um, it. it no big deal. We ultimately got home a day later, which is fine. But um, but adjusting the time zone, all of that, you know, I kept waking up at crazy hours and was falling asleep way early in the day. So I, I think it took about a good four days to adjust. Um, but yeah, life's good, man. We're back in the r- routine and uh, and it's just it's good to be home. I, I do miss, though, like, I mean, it was we're going to talk about it, but there was so much energy nonstop for basically a week it's bittersweet dude i gotta i gotta say thank you because i was also late for my flight going home and it's like i guess it's like different rules over in london because we were literally there 50 56 minutes before the flight and they wouldn't cut us some slack for four minutes uh, they wouldn't let us in. You have to be there an yeah, hour before, yeah. which is dumb. And, and I was yeah. in full panic mode. I was, I'm, I'm ashamed to say I was already like getting ready to yell at the, at the Expedia lady on the phone. And then you happen to come over and you were like, all right, just here's what you got to say. Here's what you got to do. And thanks to you, um, I was like calm, cool and collected, went back over to the, the counter. They sent me to the appropriate counter to go talk to and we ended up getting a direct flight home like an, an hour Perfect. later uh I mean, it was couldn't have been better so thank you yeah that's awesome but yeah it, it was scary you know i yeah i mean we're, we were just happened to be around the same time john you were just like i think a, a couple hours ahead of us or around us we were all around the same time and uh kim and i got sorted we knew we were going to stay an extra day and then i saw you and i saw the kids Man, you get you got the best kids. I gotta say, we're gonna talk about this, but but to hang with three little ones, they're they're good kids. So whatever you guys are doing as dads, they they're not like throwing stuff out the window and like doing deaf defined feats. Not yet. At least that I witnessed. So whatever you did for those 
few days. It was it was awesome. But yeah, your kids were there. I saw them in the airport. And uh, but you you figured it out, man. Dad dad came in and that was a, figured it was it a out. hail mary. That was a long was shot. Good. But thank you again. That's good. Uh, let's see. He's finally back from Europe. And boy, are his arms tired. <laughs> <laughs> it's Randy <laughs> Shannaday. Oh, but I'm done. Joe. First dad joke. Dad joke. Nice. Uh, yeah, I'm back. I've just, uh, I got uh, 48 hours ago, I was still at the airport trying to uh, get my bags and stuff. So been home uh, for a minute here and uh, we stayed another week. So after, after celebration, went over into France, uh, spent another week there. And uh, I've got family there, so we stayed with them for a while. And um, I'm the only one home. They they're all still over oh, wow. there. <laughs> oh my gosh! They, they didn't even buy their they didn't even buy their airplane tickets to come home until we were already there. So, and then, even then, there's still like an ongoing debate. Some of the kids might even stay a little bit longer. Although they got uh, a, a few of them got picked up for actually specific jobs that start here soon <laughs> um, down at the Woodward place. So they, they've got to be back for that. But uh, but some of them might stay even longer. So, jeez, it's nice to nice to have uh, friends or family yes, in the right place, I, I guess. When you, when, every time that you tell me that you have family in France, all I imagine is like a vineyard, like Captain Picard. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not far from the truth. Like we, so they don't, we don't have one, but there it like, that's, it's like this literally this small little village down in the South of France and um, not just, just kind of outside Nîmes. And they, uh, like you get drive out of their little neighborhood and, and it's vineyards and orchards and things like that. So do they very- greet you like, hello, echo? <laughs> no. Okay. So, but they, but they do like, they do like the three kisses. So they'll kiss you on one cheek and then the other uh, one and then back to the first one. Like, and like and that's every time. So it doesn't matter. Like it's good morning, good night, everything. That's their greeting. The official greeting. Three kisses. That, that seems to be more prevalent down in the South end of France. Um, I don't, I you didn't. gotta get the timing right. It's like it's like when you're walking down a hallway and you're like trying to pass somebody. You don't want to like. Yeah, and I always get mixed up. Is it left first or right first? Like it, it's boom, boom. You know, you know but yeah. yes, that is a proper French kiss. <laughs> <laughs> and now you just made it weird. <laughs> oh, boy. Thanks. Joke number two. Thanks. We're spent. We're spent. Um, he's currently working on helmet one thousand one hundred thirty-eight of three thousand seven hundred twenty. <laughs> <laughs> It's John Rodriguez. How are you, man? Uh, I'm well. <laughs> Doing good. Um, yeah. How, how how have you been since you came back? Um, well, I I feel happy for Joe that he's he's gotten over the jet lag and gotten back to normal. But we, for some reason, keep waking up at four a.m. Still, uh, the, the the kids up at like <laughs> oh. three. We're like, oh no. And it's been like that since we got back. It, yesterday we got up at five, which was a little better, but it's slowly getting better. But for like the first four or five days, we were like getting up at four. Like this is not good. <sighs> but by like two o'clock, you're like, I'm I'm done. I'm I'm ready to sleep. Like it's over. But whatever. And this um, is why daylight saving. This is why daylight savings time is just evil. Yeah. Because of things like this. Yeah. I don't know why we still do it. It's Monkeys so dumb. Their own personal jet lag. Makes no sense. Yeah. But um, uh, helmets are good. The helmets are doing great. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I'm. Tr- you can't get Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I've been making, uh, I've been slushing a lot of helmets, get, trying to get uh, 
a few of those Sound, out. Dude. Yep, yep, yep. Clone Troopers and Mando. Shoot your shot right now. Yeah, Come yeah. On, tell the people. I got, I got people helmets for sale. If you guys want a rock cast of a clone trooper, there you go. Or a, what? A, a Din you need a clone trooper style. helmet? Hit up your boy Alpha yeah, Ignition. Yeah, yeah. And I'm gonna mold a, a new Mando helmet in a little bit. More than likely, you can probably edit that out actually because I don't know who's listening. I don't want to cease and desist. <laughs> Coming back. All five okay. of our listeners are listening. Oh, I think I think we established that we have more than five now. Yeah, doing pretty <laughs> well. We're fifty. We're in the double digits. <laughs> yes. But yeah. Otherwise, uh, yes. fantastic. Family's good. Um, uh, other than waking up super early. Um, and yeah, just uh, dude. I gotta say, my kids, my my boys, my youngest boy is just head over heels for your little girl, man. Like every day, he's just waking up. <laughs> he wakes up and he's just like, "Where is she? Can oh, I call no. her? Yeah. Can I see her?" They, I'm like, they had a lot of fun. Yeah. It, it it was cool because yeah it was our our three little kids were in that apartment the whole time and it was basically us you know making sure they don't like hurt themselves or break anything but they were having the time of their life I think just messing around and laughing or losing or losing one of them oh my god <laughs> <sighs> hey, well, I don't know what you're talking about that only happened a few times no we didn't we didn't lose them technically yeah. yeah they were in the building no but all i know is i left and my two boys were there moment. and i came back and my, my two boys were there so. dude my dude. heart sinks so bad so those that are yeah. that are listening so here, here's a little bit of context um it's all star wars nonstop. basically that's what it feels like and luckily the wives had a little bit of a break like the, the women got together. We had three ladies, four ladies, including Levi, got together and went out on town. And then you guys had to when to go in, you and Ramey, whatever. And John and I stayed behind to kind of watch the kids. Dude, I love kids. John's great at it and whatever. But I was like, well, it'll be fun. And it was great until like the last 10 minutes. The last 10 minutes, I, I swear, I don't even know. I, I was hiding or I was doing something where I was covering my eyes and then I had to go find him. I found one. Uh, found mm-hmm. two. The third one <laughs> couldn't find. And John's face I was when in, he looked at me. I was, was in like, the restroom. I came the- out of the restroom and you're like, where's Noah? I'm like, what do you mean, where's Noah? Like, what, I mean, what do you mean? <laughs> what did you do, John? No, I'm like, what do you mean? Like, we're all in the same room. Like, what do you mean? Like, I went to the bathroom. Dude, yeah. it was just a and, and, and I And I like... I, I'm like in disbelief. I'm like, there's no way he's like serious. So I, I'm looking in the living room. I'm like, the kid's not here. And then, you know, I'm looking behind me, the stairs. I looked like, out I the window. The front door to like look down the hallway. I went, ran down the hallway. I'm like, there, what? We ran upstairs. We were calling the kid's name. No no sound. No sound. Oh, yeah. N- not a peep. And, the kid was completely oh quiet, like a ninja. I went in, <laughs> I went, I went into your room, Steven. I didn't, I didn't touch every little single corner because, you know, it's your room. You have private stuff in there, and I want to go through your stuff. I'm thinking, he'll he'll pop up. I'll see a head poking out, or I'll see a toe or something. Nothing. I'm like, homie's gone. Like, he's a he freaking god dang magician. You know, he's, go- he's gone. And, and then, yeah, and then I oh went back god. upstairs because I'm like, there's no, like, there, okay, he's obviously not downstairs. I'm like, there's no way he's not upstairs. Like, there's no freaking way. So I go up, and I'm like, Noah, Noah. And and he could just comes out the room walking all normal like yeah, I'm like I'm like where were you buddy? And he's like I was in the room I was scared I'm like oh okay like are you good everything cool? It's like yeah I'm like 
And then I hear John, I found him. And then right when he says that, Ramey and Steven come in, boop-a-doo, walking in. Like, hey, I, walk, up, I walked in, in in between. In between, I walked in. You guys were all, whoa, whoa. <laughs> we just found him. Dude, it's not good. Or it was, it's that kid. whole scenario it's probably lasted good. like 10 seconds. It wasn't like a half hour or anything. It was like, we, yeah, we were like, like what, eternity. What, what, longest 10 yeah. seconds of your lives. Yeah. I, I, part of me was like, I'm not going to say anything. But then I was like, Stephen, hey, hey, Stephen, I lost your kid, bro. (laughs) But he's fine. He's fine. He's good. He's right there. See? Oh, Oh, you weren't going to say anything after we found him. I see. Bad baby. Oh, bad baby. I want to say I came in with Brian because I I remember coming in and you guys guys were debating whether you were going to tell him at all. Yes, and and like I thought you weren't gonna say anything, and then like literally like the Stephen walks in, the first thing you say is like, "We only lost your kid for a couple seconds, dude." I, it's like Abraham Lincoln, and then me, dude. I cannot lie. That's Steven, dude, I Steven's answer was, I think he said it then too. He's all, "Well, he's here now." Yeah, yeah. He's like, "What's the big deal?" But dude, my heart sank, dude. John, me and John, John's face was like, I was oh my "Gosh, out. Joe, yeah. dude, we gotta find this kid." I was kid. freaking out. We need to call Elliot, you know, yeah. British PD or whatever. We're like, who do we, no, co- we, who do we contact? Yeah. Hide and seek champion 2023. Dude, he, um, he won. Dude. But you know what? He's got skills. For, for all you guys, like my boys are calling you guys like Uncle Joe, Uncle John, Uncle Blackie. They're calling me Uncle Joe. They just call you, Ra- they just call Ramey, Ramey still for some reason. It's like Cher. It's just one name. That works. <laughs> um, yeah. That's how it works. But no, you guys are good. Um, enjoying his boats and beers on the piers. It's Brian Cook. How are you, man? We back, baby. You eating peanuts? We back. <laughs> nope, popcorn. Ooh. Nice. No, don't do that. that. It's bad. Why is it bad? Why is it bad? Um, oh, I'm so glad you took that. I've been asking for that for so long. That's, that's my new baby. It's gonna be the most played button today. <laughs> Please, I love it. We're back, man. I'm excited. I'm excited to be here. How was your like? What um, a three-hour flight back home? <clears throat> no, it was eight. Thank yeah. you. Nice try. Um, hey, I think, I think they do this kind of like boomerang thing where they, you know, they fly north. And they, we kind of like come down because like I was watching the trajectory of when we were coming in uh, to North Carolina and we were like at the top of the country, like right. coming down. So the, I think the flight path is a big arch, like a rainbow, like a rainbow. We but flew over Iceland, Greenland yep. or Greenland, Iceland. Yeah. Um, the beautiful, you see beautiful it. views. It yeah, we got some great shots. Yeah. So oh, I think gorgeous. that's why it's not super short. You would think they just go A to B, but that's not right. how it works. Um, I mean, technically it is. I mean, yeah, it's just it, it does a round, right? So sure. A to B. So, I mean, some people believe it's not round, that's so not that's a different story. <laughs> for debate. Um, but I'm good. Um, yeah, we, we got home and got into our town at like 3 o'clock. How- and it was a super nice day. And I was like, we're going on the boat. How much did Tori miss so, you guys? A lot. <laughs> I believe so. I'm looking to see if that's true. But <laughs> she's like, yeah. yeah, she did. She 
she missed out. Um, yeah, so it was fun. But we we got home, went straight on the boat, went and had dinner on the lake, and then um, tried to stay up as late as we could. And then Levi had school the next day, so but um, woke up. I, I think we do a, you know, I whenever I travel like far, I just try to like stay awake until it's time to go to bed you know like hours and hours to make myself really tired so i kind of transition Dude, into you did not even zone. sleep when when you came to london you were like 36 hours no sleep that but then that first night i slept pretty good not great but i slept pretty good and woke up fine the next morning and then by the next by day two i was like i was on london time by day two so guys this takes me into this the last time we're going to hear this. I've been stuck on Camino my whole life. Can't we explore? Family reunion. Got to have a family reunion. <laughs> London calling to the underworld. Come out of the cupboard, you boys and girls. I'm hankering for some fish and chips. Ooh, absolutely. Uh, oh, from that, from, from that food, food truck. truck. I love that food truck. Yeah. And what she pays. All right, guys, let's talk about London. So good. No one wants to say anything now. Everyone's like. I told, yeah, because we all, we all wish we were back there. I don't even know where to begin though. Like how what do you how do you how do you talk about like there was so much happening. Just, just where we were started, like like where we were located, we we thought we were close to the to the location where the where everything was happening. We were on the front yeah. doorstep. We were literally the closest of, people of whole whole convention, the literally the closest people to the convention entrance. There was no one closer than us yep. staying. It, that was that was insane. <laughs> that was insane. Insane. We were closer than the well, food trucks. Yeah. yeah. Not the official entrance. Well, but where everyone has to funnel you know, well, in through. The entrance right, if you had right, the right, right. badge. <laughs> just, just in general. If you had the right pass. We were the you closest were. out of thousands of people. Yeah. Yeah. That made it so convenient, especially changing so, in and out of gear. So our, our place was the Havoc Marauder. Basically, we had... All our gear was laid out. We had our helmets out. It was cool, cool to see Brian's helmet with our helmets oh, and all the dude. helmets again. We hadn't been together. Mm-mm. We hadn't been together since Not with that when kid. we had the helmets. When we dude. had the helmets assembling one at a time on the shelf, and it was just like like the Avengers coming Lovely. together. I was like, oh, this is so good. <laughs> it was awesome, and then, yeah, that that was a good start. You just knew everything it was. Be was um, I finished my good. costume in time. Yeah, you did for you the did. convention. For the convention, Barely. I was actually still working on it in the uh, in the flat. Um, <laughs> gosh, dude, London was just. London I guess was we nuts. should we just start about the first day? Talk well, about the pod. I, one thing that's been. Oh, Ramy, you're you're uh, you're muted, bro. One thing that's really been on my mind that I can't get out of my head is my Uber driver when I took my wife to um, Harry Potter. This guy for one hour because it. it with traffic and everything, it took literally like an hour and 10 minutes to get, to get there for one hour straight. This guy was burping and, ex- and excusing himself, <laughs> Oh my but God. he was doing like a polite burp. He was just like, 
<clears throat> Excuse me. Excuse me. Maybe have a soda or something. No, not for like an hour. And but, yeah. and then you wonder where the con the concrete yeah, came from. You wonder where you got sick. Oh, dude, burping in oh. the car all day. Uh, excuse me. Um, I took my wife yeah. to Harry Potter. We had fun there. We did like a an afternoon tea, super fancy. Um, little little tiny right. tea sandwiches. Oh, oh, yummy! Was it cucumber and uh, yeah, butter buddy. with the yeah, crust buddy. cut off? I know um, how to make those. It's cucumber, <laughs> butter, and bread with the crust yeah, cut off. Oh, with the crust. Peak off. British yeah. uh, cuisine. That sounds about right. Pinky's um, out. Ramy, you did something that was like it. It ended up being one of the key moments to uh, like setting up our presence in the country when you put the sticker there. Mm. Oh, that was so funny. <laughs> Okay, so we came out of we came out of Heathrow and we go into the the tunnels for the the metro. And there's there's this one called the Heathrow Express, which is pretty much like the first train anyone leaving Heathrow takes that connects to all the other subway tunnels. So I came out there and, that, and I'm, I'm standing there and I'm looking around. And I'm like, ah oh, man, we're, we're, we had like five minute wait before the train was coming. And I took one of the stickers off of my suitcase because I had put I had put Dad Batch stickers all over my suitcase so that I could see it easy along with the the fragile ones, and I put it down on the floor <laughs> in the in the mind the gap thing that was on the ground. And then we proceeded for like the next three days as people continued to arrive, get pictures from people, like random people, like folks that work at Lucasfilm were like posting pictures of this sticker on the mind the gap <laughs> thing. And like tagging the podcast. Like, they were like, so I guess I'm because- in the right place. <laughs> yep. Yep. That was the first thing that so many people saw coming out of the airport. Smart, man. That was, was so, so smart. Good. I, I laughed gap. every time someone would send another picture. I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> Mind the gap. Mind the gap. So then Friday was our panel. Oh gosh. That's almost two weeks ago, guys. Insane. Yeah. We did. I mean, we kind of didn't know what to expect. That, that was, we had ideas, but we didn't really know what it was going to be like. And then I think my favorite part I just got to share is just just the spontaneity that this group has um like i think brian said dude i'm thirsty so let's go get a beer so i'm like okay sure when it's like 15 minutes before this (laughs) thing's about to kick off we got time there's only going to be five six people watching us anyway why because mandalorian is showing and there's all kinds of really cool stuff happening let's just go get a beer so i think john were you with it was john right you came with us the three of us went to go get a beer came back full and there's like this line outside the panel a full line for the panel. And I'm like, what is more, happening? More than full. Like there was there was a queue thing kind of yeah. taped off there with stanchions and stuff. And then that was full. And then it wrapped out and around and down the side of the room. It was crazy. And then and then you just knew it was going to be fun when we walk in to start. And Steven's saying, guys, table. get under the table. <laughs> like, so uh, stupid. So I'm like, why are we getting under the table? Because it's a surprise. Because <laughs> it's a surprise. Because they don't know you're here yet, even though you just talked to them. Yeah. They don't know we're here. But everyone could see me from the yeah. left side. It's just a yeah. shenanigans. I was like waving it at <laughs> Ashley and, and BK. I'm like, oh, what's up, guys? As I'm under the <laughs> details, yeah. details. It, it was uh, fun. I think, though, it, was, I think it was Orden the Mandalorian drew did that little illustration of us. Yeah, like, like literally all your feet are sticking out <laughs> under the table. 
Yep. And then Joe's got his little hand with the camera with his phone sticking out. <laughs> yeah, I went and went anybody who wants to see it, it's it's still on my Instagram, the 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 live recording. So there's a you can watch the YouTube of the pod, but yep. there's some pre pre show, I guess you want to call it. Um, that was captured. <laughs> I just watched it today. I need to share it with you guys. There's a good five minute clip of us hiding <laughs> and it's so stupid. It's so funny. Oh my God. It's, it's typical us. Sorry, it was um, I just wanted to say, I, 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 I loved the camaraderie we had together when we were all either at the apartment, all, you know, having fun or, or just walking to get some food real quick or, or even at, in the con, you know, we were all. I don't know. It, it's fun when we're all together, and it, I feel like it, it, it's always few and far between the moments we get like that. So uh, I, I I really enjoyed it. I really cherished it. And um, yeah, yeah, for sure. And and you know what? Like for my uh, for my wife to say that she'd be happy like doing that all over again in another country, like <laughs> that that says a lot, uh, especially to me because it's. You know, she didn't she didn't say like, hey, next time we go somewhere, can we just get our own spot? She, she was totally like, you know, she was into it. Well, like, it everybody was. It was super chill because we had our kids together having fun. Like it wasn't like, well, dang, what are our kids are going to do? No, just mix them together. They're playing with whatever they had or the. Yeah. Yeah. While we sit around yeah. and do what we wanted to do, either eat or drink or whatever. The kids are just having fun watching Netflix or, or playing with, you know, whatever toys are out building forts yeah. with and, and if you wanted you go up to your room <laughs> and you close the door and, and you're back yeah that was dope good good find on that joe shout out to uh shout out to alpha glitch girl one who brought us cookies on day one. Oh my god i'm sorry yeah. biscuits? Biscuits. biscuits excuse you come on dude get it right it biscuit. <laughs> proper biscuits delicious i mean gosh guys just meeting all of the listeners all of our fellow Bad Batch fans, um, fans of the show, fans of the pod, it was it was pretty crazy. I mean, I I honestly can say that I thought that we were going to have maybe like 20, 30 people show up to our podcast. Yep. I didn't expect to have standing room. That was that was pretty yeah. crazy. I didn't think we'd fill that room, that was for sure. Yeah. <laughs> None of us did. I don't think any one of us could and that. on top of that, um, like Ramey mentioned yeah. earlier, at the main Lucasfilm panel in the morning, anybody that was in the room, they gave a golden wristband to to go watch The Mandalorian early. Yeah. And it happened. And I had the wristband, too. And I was like, yes, I'm so going to watch this. And they were like, and it's tonight at six o'clock. And I was like, oh, it overlapped <laughs> over our thing. <laughs> yeah. I was like, sorry, guys, I can't do the show. I'm gonna go watch Mando. <laughs> but there were, really? but there, but that was fine for you know, like you and I had that, and but we obviously had to do the panel. But there were other people in the audience that could have gone to go see the Mandalorian that came to see us Dude, instead. That which was is wild, wild, super sweet. What's, yeah. what's wrong with you people? <laughs> people were so sweet, man. Like they, they, um, they showed up to have fun too, though. I think, I think, I think, uh. Oh, Looking back, lesson lesson learned, not a lesson, but just kind of realization that people, especially after COVID, man, are craving community, craving connection. Um, the pod, we obviously have fun 
And I think a lot of people are looking for that. They're looking for a community. They're looking for a sense of connection. And so, you know, we talk about stuff we're building, they're building. So, I mean, I think Stephen and Ramey, it was, I think it was your guys' initial focus for the pod to be outward focused on who's doing what. Because we always talk about what we do. And, um, you know, people like like listening to that. But, dude, that was a, such a really cool piece. And, and John, you, you crushed that moderation. Like, as the <laughs> line got big... You know, hey, who's building what? The, dude, the line just got... You had to keep it, you know, within a certain time, you know, people... Because some people, if you let them talk, they'll talk. And there's and there's 20 people in line. So, you know, you want you want to move it along a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. That was very... It was all um, cool stuff yeah, though, that, that they're working right. on. It was cool to hear. Um, I've got, I, <laughs> I've nice. got ideas for the workbench. Because I wasn't expecting that many people to show up in costume and talk about what they were working on. So that was really yeah. cool. How many people, I think that was my favorite part of honestly of the entire yeah. uh, show. And, and to anyone listening yeah. or watching, if you haven't, if you don't know what we're talking about, go on YouTube and watch um, the full recording of our live show and you can see everyone's costumes. But <clears throat> I think for uh, family reunion two, uh, hopefully we can, we can do something a little, a little bit cooler. Um, now that we kind of have established what we're doing. Um, all right. So day two, what did you guys think of day two? This would have been Saturday. Yeah. Our, our first day in costume. right? Yeah. So it was. Oh, yeah. First time bad batch got mm-hmm. season two got together. So we got to do the kids zone stuff. So that was, that was cool. Got to meet our buddy, uh, our buddy Hold Xander, on. Xander Hold CF 99. Hold on. Let's talk about how we made it from the apartment to the convention, the busy part of the convention, almost completely without chaos, except for Echo's backpack. Oh, yeah. (laughs) You had to to bring that up, right? I mean, come on. So, yeah. So, my backpack, uh, I got clotheslined and my backpack fell off and exploded. It exploded. So, it was fine. It's fine. It only broke on it. It, it didn't break. Break. It just. I just broke. on like the glue. The glue. It's all glued. I was right behind you. I saw it so. happen in like slow motion. It like, no. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. It's, the it, crowd. It, the it crowds did, were nuts. It did me I a mean, favor. The the crowd. The crowd of people. Dude. That that center section yeah. was ridiculous. So, celebration london or what is it the excel london yeah maybe not the best setup for having this venue did you guys get us an email to take a survey on how from from the yeah i haven't done that yet i did well that's yeah i mean we don't want to make this a i'm not gonna bother yeah conversation there's a lot of people i have feedback everyone yeah I, I like the con. It's just the, the flow. The flow of things was Everyone a little will off. Agree with just, you you have multiple entrances. You should you yeah. should use them. They had you empty, yeah, empty huge yeah. spaces between busy areas. And, that too. And that crowd. I'm surprised more of our stuff didn't fall off because I mean, my arm, all of our armor mm-hmm. was getting hit by people, no. not intentionally, just people. Cramped. I mean, despite that, I think we all had a pretty successful first run with our costumes yep i mean brian for you and me that was our first time suiting up really 
Yeah, I mean, Me I mean, too. I wore it around for five, ten minutes in my backyard. Um, but yeah, like wearing it for an extended period of time and and cruising around on it, and yeah, that that was was super fun. And I think that that was like pretty much usually celebration for me is like everything together. And this was definitely more focused on being with you guys and like dressing up, you know, dressing up with you guys, dressing up with Levi um, and cruising around. Cause from a celebration standpoint, it was a little underwhelming in comparison to the other ones I've been to. But um, you know, for us and what we were doing, it was, it was a blast. So yeah, it was good. Super blast. And everything came back mostly unscathed my backpack took some damage but uh, yeah i just didn't pack it in there the same way i packed it out so it's all right though it's all fixable stuff so no big deal um hey guys airline cafe Ooh, (laughs) we ate there a lot british cuisine airline cat it's got like airline cafe if you guys are listening uh you have you have That's five good. stars, Jeez, man. There's five, well, the, well, there's five stars that you can give. Even though most people gave you two, we give you six in our heart because it's not the best food. But damn it, it was, it per- was perfect the best at the it right time. Yeah, it was the best for what we were doing. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, that and the food trucks, those two for me were like the staples. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard when you're traveling and. And you need like convenient food, especially when you don't have a vehicle and, you know, there's Ubers and stuff, but it's expensive and it's far and you're on a time schedule and you have kids and you have this. I mean, it's just like everything stacks up and really too, man, that evening time when the con would get out, dude, forget trying to get something to eat. I mean, it's, it's, you know. You know, the crowds it, were ridiculous just to get on the yeah, trains. Absurd. It, it oh, was, yeah. yeah. It was. So. But we found a way. Convenient. What was your guys' favorite meal? <clears throat> favorite dish or meal that you had for the whole week that we were there? <laughs> the sushi. <laughs> so sushi the reason why I was, last night, I mean. <laughs> sushi was great. Uh, Kim and I had some amazing Colombian mm. breakfast. When we were supposed to be moving towards the airport <laughs> to be on like. time, <laughs> we we found an amazing Colombian breakfast. And I don't tell back the airlines. That's why you missed your flight. They don't listen. Don't <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, no, I didn't tell them that. I didn't tell them that. But yeah. Yeah. The sushi and the fish and chips from the truck. Good stuff. I mean. Yeah. For sure. Bam. Um, so I had fish and chips at my hotel, which was they were better than, oh they were better from the hotel they were better than the truck i thought it was well, they, yeah at the ex, at the they uh, should it should be better they have a uh, a good kitchen and they had mushy peas which we didn't get mushy peas from the food truck food truck was good though guys the sushi though it's a the slab sushi. of fish had, that was a you know, the sushi. it was the I mean, sushi, the sushi right? was, it, it was the sushi yeah I, guys, I've I've been trying for six or seven years to get Raimi to try and eat sushi, and for him to like just sit it. there and eat that sushi, I was like, oh my god, it's it, it's got to be yeah. good. He didn't know too. He dove right in too. He was like, what's this? Yep. <laughs> we took some photos on Saturday too. Oh, we did. was that Saturday? Oh, yeah. That's right. That right was off. Saturday, Ryan. Yeah, those will be out tomorrow. 
yeah, we'll start to see some of the uh, some of that coming out tomorrow, uh, as the or today as this episode usually drops. Yeah, whenever it comes out. Yeah, yeah. Wait, Joe live. Right, Joe, are you live right now? Ryan, I'm live right Ryan, now. Ryan, Ryan yeah, photo was go. legit. I mean, he. Dude, that was so much yeah, fun. He like the way that he anticipated uh, everything that we wanted to do, and like just got it all done. Was. I mean, I couldn't have asked for anyone to be more on point. It was such a good experience. He's, he, the way he comes with ideas is really fun. Like he, he has a, a, a thought process and a concept to what he wants to shoot. Um, and, and doesn't rely on us just to provide, okay, do this, do this. I mean, he's got some really specific shots that he's thinking about and looking for. Um, and I found that to be like, really cool and ryan was so fun and man i mean that was a blast hanging out in that warehouse and just shooting all those photos and then yeah totally so it was so, and then while nice. and while we were in there some other folks came and wanted to get some yeah. footage well actually hold on. Us, first right? of all let's back that up a little bit because we we weren't planning on like actually being there until we walked by it s4 was just an empty hallway S4. or an empty warehouse yep. <laughs> that the convention center wasn't yeah. even using. And we were like, Hey, that'd be a cool Should've place to, to go yeah. shoot. And then we were just like, let's just rest here and, <laughs> and cool off. And then everyone started to just like, it became like the, the bad batch, like hangout area. That area was, was, it worked out really well. Um, I think Ryan would hope there was a little bit more lighting in there, but I thought the photos came out great. So I was kind of worried about the the sweat factor because you know you know when we're wearing all these damn layers, dude. I was pouring in sweat, and knowing there's a photo shoot, I'm like, oh, gosh, you know, you just feel like like poop, right? Normally we're lucky enough to to shoot with Mark Edwards, and it's somewhat you know a decent relaxed environment. Yeah. This is at a con, so you're you're the the energy levels and and you 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 wore this from one place and walked down this whole area to the location of to shoot. It's it's not as comfortable, but but that was a good spot because it wasn't as crowded. We could cool down. We could take our time. Yeah. I noticed in some of my pictures, and because when we were done and we got undressed, because we had it on for you know out whatever how many hours we had had it on five or six hours, forever. I had like some Velcro and stuff like sagging and pulling, and then when I was looking at the photos today, I was like, oh yep. yeah, there it is. <laughs> that gap is Dude, way I, bigger than it's supposed my to be. Stats were like. <laughs> My spats were exposed by like crazy. Yeah. I looked at those photos. I'm like, God dang it. You know. <laughs> it's but all good. Though. We had had it on for like four hours at that point. So I think but, you saw you saw my belt was hanging off, Brian. Yeah, and you're yeah, like, yeah. hey, man, I think some of your shots might have your belt hanging off. And I'm like, it was only no, at the no, end, no. though, dude. It was only at the end. <laughs> it is what it is. Photoshop. But yeah, man, <laughs> the the dude from uh from Lucasfilm or. Well, no, that was. was really? I don't know. Yeah, he was there. Uh, that was. Uh, Ian yeah. from Lucasfilms. Uh, Ian, Ian from Lucasfilms. Yep. Uh, he does all the. Was there, and he shoots all the video. He remembered Levi yeah. too from last celebration, and some other stuff. So, which was super cool, dude. It was crazy because it was like you were showing him photos of Levi, of the the previous time that they had shot together, and Levi's mm-hmm. like so little tiny in those photos, and I was just like, oh my god, this is yeah. like, it's crazy. He had remembered her too before. We even talked. It was funny. He was cool. He's a super nice guy, man. But man, his videos were hit again. Ideas. He was like, 
come here, stand here, do this, come walk toward. I mean, he was like, yeah, he's I like, mean, do this and it's going to feel weird and you're going to think you look stupid, but it's all going to be slow-mo and it's going to be amazing. And it was. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, yeah. When, he, when he said, when he said, Hey, you guys are going to be the reservoir dogs walking in slow motion. Nice. I, I, Say I, no I more. It. Say no more. Say no more. <laughs> Put John up front and we'll be a V formation yeah. and just try to look as cool. Even though we're grown adults wearing plastic, you know, <laughs> look cool, but don't look too cool. <laughs> just fly casual. Yeah. Just walk in. Is this cool enough? You know, uh, it, it, oh, wait, when you said that, it it's like, don't worry. It's going to be in slow-mo. It's going to look cool. It just yeah. reminds, there's a Dave Chappelle bit about that. You should look it up. Everybody. Um, so that's how we kind of ended Saturday. Uh, and then Sunday, what did we do Sunday? Just kind of chill. Oh, Sunday. I got sick. I didn't even go out with you guys Sunday. Oh. What did you guys do Sunday? Oh, we, we went back in and did photos. And then um, yeah. we, we just did a lot of photos. That's where we had the beer at the bar, Sun- right? And, 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 we, yep. and we were oh, shooting photos the whole so time fun. in that wall, like an S6 or something. Yeah. We were just standing yes. there. S, we were at S6 Dude. that time. Yeah. Was, uh, what, was, David, was David with you guys? Yeah. Yeah. On, yeah. On, on and off. Yeah, he was in there. Yeah, that's when we ran into with Sonfield and and we stood in that section and just took pictures. Dude, for Hung hours. Out, got to meet Dale, Bestman Bricks. Shout out to Dale. Known Dale forever through the social medias and finally met him in person. Got to hang out with him for a while. And that was super fun. Dude, met so many people. Yeah, um, that was gosh. a crazy day. It was. Yeah, we could kind of go in earlier in the day and be like, okay, we're going to come back to S6 and take yeah. a picture of the thing and then just post it to our stories and then be like, see y'all at three o'clock at S6 and- people yeah. would show up but man when we when when i was like getting kind of thirsty <laughs> let's go over here to the bar and that bar had that like perfectly like lit up bar that no one was standing at and i was like helmets here let's get beers that was so fun and that beer <laughs> tasted so excellent yeah it did it was delicious <sighs> and then Remy spilled yours but that's another story <laughs> I didn't see him spill it, so Echo's arm didn't have just to. knocked it over. <laughs> I, I, I got I to gotta speak about the, the number of people that we got to meet while taking photos. Um, people were so polite in asking to take a photo. It felt different from other cons where it's almost like people are demanding you to take a photo. Like, hey, stand there so I can take a photo. No, no, no. Here, everybody asked. Everybody was so polite. It was awesome. True, true. Um very polite. Yes. I'd second that one for sure. People were so Sunday, nice when they I wanted think Sunday to Sunday was pictures. kind of like our chill day. I yeah. think I I didn't even put armor on. on. I was like casual echo with just the vest. Yeah, I had no helmet. Oh, that's right. I had the makeup. Oh, that was when we saw triple tech that day too. Triple tech. That was a triple tech. Yeah. Um, but that kind of gave us a day to collect our energy because Monday was crazy. Monday morning. Monday was Monday a little morning, was a little yeah, unhinged. Monday morning was the Bad Batch panel uh, by Lucasfilm on the celebration stage, and I don't think any of us here won entry into that, did we? Oh, just okay. just me and Kim. We did, um, but uh, that didn't stop us from getting in. <laughs> so we came down the escalator, and we there like the the queuing like when you come down like the queuing hall where everybody was lining up was on the left and then the entrance was over on the right. And we, I, th- I think we went over and talked to the security people just briefly and been like, 
acting like we own the place. Of course, we're like, we'll be back in a few minutes. We'll don't we're don't like, you guys go. Uh, we're just gonna go say hi to everyone. Yeah, and and then so then we walked over and we walked into view of the queue in the room. <laughs> that was ridiculous. That, that moment was crazy because everybody in there freaked out. Because those are the people that had been there since like five or six in the morning to get to the front of the line. Right. That was ridiculous. For the last day of celebration. <laughs> and they cheered and we were yeah. like, uh. <laughs> wait, what are they cheering at? Oh, hi. It felt like tech, you know, when he won oh that, that, uh, that race. He's like, tech, tech. Like, uh, hi, everyone. It was crazy. Um, and then that was, then we then went, we in went the in the panel. panel. Yeah. Like we owned the place. Yeah, because we, I mean, it was fun. come on, guys, we did. <laughs> it was for like cool. that hour and a half. some other bad bass people It was there. cool that they invited us up, and when we were up there, uh, D popped out and shook all our hands, which was not expected at all. Oh, uh, he was like, he said, then he took my phone, then he took my phone and took a photo <laughs> of all of us on stage. Oh, man. That was cool. That was so cool. That was cool. Uh, and then... Levi did something very unexpected. Yeah, that was super cool. Well, I mean, we kind of, I kind of, the whole time I kept going, look for a little kid, look for a little kid. Cause I think I said in here before that, like, um, that bow, you know, I printed that one smaller, especially, especially for celebration. And I didn't want to fly it home. It was just, uh, uh, just too much of a pain in the butt to, to pay to bring it back. So I was like, we're going to just, you know, find a little kid and, and give it to them. And, uh, I think Ramey, uh, talked to what's that guy's name? DJ Elliot. Yeah. DJ Elliot. Yeah. 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 Like Ramey, I think tipped him off or something. And I kept going, Levi, look around for a little kid. She's like, it's already planned. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I kept telling her like, yeah, I took oh, her with me. I took her with me when we talked to him. I wish we, I yeah. wish we had a video of that because that little girl who I have it. went up on stage I have was it. the cutest thing. I have, I have it. it. I have it. Like, I ran up yeah, there, I, dressed as Crosshair and DJ, filmed it. DJ Elliot was like, who I have are you dressed thing. as? And she's like, yeah, I have it. I don't know. <laughs> she's it's like, the, nobody. It's, it's the cutest cute, thing yeah. ever. He's like, someone dressed you in this, right? And she's like, yeah. And then by the end, and, he's and like, then by the end of it, it's bow. like, who are you dressed as? And she's like, Omega. I was like, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was, that was adorable. That was fun. It's cool to do stuff like that. Um, I hope she has it. So then, after the Bad Batch panel, we kind of made our way to the main ex- exhibition hall, the, the, li- the, live, the live stage, stage right? Yeah. Is that where we? Well, well. So we were waiting because we had gotten, we had paid for a photo op with right. D. Bradley Baker. Oh, and we right. get up there and we're like, ah, oh, I've got to wait like an hour before we can even get in line. And then we got to wait again. And so we were just kind of sitting around. And then somebody, one of our friends came over and they're like, hey, they're going to be over on the the live stage in a few minutes. You should go over and, you know, and watch because they're obviously not going to be over here to take pictures with you right. until they're done there. So may as well go watch. So so we, we made our way over there. And what was funny is there was, a, there was a good sized crowd around this live stage. So it's more like a, it's almost like a catwalk stage, if you will. And there's people right. wrapped around it. And, um, oh, and live where stage the, where is the chairs were, all the time. Yeah, where the chairs were facing, we kind of just started bulldozing our way through <laughs> the people, through the crowd. I thought we were going to stay there, but as soon as we were walking, people were getting out of our way because they're like, "Oh, it's the freaking Bad Batch!" You know, <laughs> they, they saw us in full costume. It was it was cool. Got a lot of selfies with people. That was fun. Yeah. So then we were kind of we were 
we just ended up being in the right place at the right time. And then, uh, and then something cool happened. I'm not saying it. <laughs> I'm not going to go <laughs> over this. I want to get, I, I want to get, I'm just going to say, I'll do it. I'll this. do it. So, so, so I was standing pretty much in the back of all of the group. Levi and I were all the way in the back of, of all you guys. And, and it was basically just like, Oh, Hey, uh, it came back to us. Like, we're going to go in the back here in a second. Just give us a minute. <laughs> I was like, what? You're like, Oh, we're going in the back to take pictures we're going backstage with, with D and yeah. Michelle. And it was like, Oh, we need a photographer. Let me, let me, let me call Ryan. Let me call Ryloth. So I, I called Ryan and I'm like, where are you? And he's like, Oh, I'm up. he's on the third floor doing something. Are you shooting? Are you busy? No, I'm not busy. I'm like, come down to the live stage right now. We need you to come shoot photos. And he's like, okay, I'll be right there. So he starts coming down right after I hang up with them. They, we get taken to the back and I'm like, Oh, what are we going to do? Right. What? And then like we turn the corner and it's like a full photo. So th- yeah, this was like, the, uh, lights, the photo, the photo booth was provided by toy astronauts. Um, and their photographer was Wes, Wes Ellis. Yes. Yeah. That's his name. Yes. And he Wes, was taking all yeah. the official, um, photography yep. for, for Lucasfilm for the event. Yep. So, uh, I go, Oh, <laughs> We probably don't need Ryan anymore. Let me call. So I call him back real quick and I'm like, Hey dude, sorry. We don't, we don't need you. It's a full thing. I don't know, man. I'm I'm sorry. I feel bad, but I got to go. Okay. Bye. And I hang, I hang up. And then I think like literally, I think, I think Ramey turns to me or something. Someone says, where's Ryan coming? And I was like, I told him not to come because they're all these No, they said it's totally cool. And I was like, we, well, yeah, <laughs> like at one minute we're like, mate, are they going to be okay with someone else coming in here? And then, and then we asked, and they're like, yeah, sure. And so we kind of, we were just we trying had to, a, we we're trying to we play had an safe. Entourage. Yeah. We yeah. had an entourage basically when so, we were, we had, we had, we had our people. The best part was, is I call him back and I go, no, Ryan, come it's back. totally cool. Just come to this gate and, and they'll let you in. And I guess he came to the gate and he was like standing there looking kind of like, how do I get in? And this dude comes out and he's like, are you okay? Do you need help? And he's like, oh, I'm looking for the, the dad badge guys. I'm their photographer. And he was like, oh yeah, come on in. <laughs> and then he let him in and he, and he, and Ryan like walks in and he said, he was like looking around like, uh, he's like, do you know where you're where going? No, <laughs> but he but he got some cool pictures yeah. from that he moment. He did, man. He like got the behind some. the scenes thing. And yeah, he rolled in right when we were talking with Dean so, Michelle. So we back to scenes the five of us. Actually, no, the six of us because Levi was there too. Mm-hmm. We get into yeah. this this giant Starfield photo booth, and you know when we enter, Dee and Michelle are still on stage doing their interview, but the interview mm-hmm. prior that had just ended was Brad Rao, Athena Portillo, and Jennifer Corbett. Now, these are like the showrunners and the writers for The Bad Batch. And then they saw us and they were like, because they were already done taking their official photos. But then they turned around and they saw us. They were like, oh, we got to get photos of you guys too. And then publicity came over and then we did that whole thing. Um, And then, you know, we got to share some stories uh, with them, which was really cool. And then as like they're being you know exited out because you know all these uh officials get 
kind of like herded like cattle because they got like appearances that they got to go to. Um, then the next people that come in were were D Baker and and Michelle, but, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yep. they saw us and they were like, "Whoa, look at you guys!" And we're like, "We're like, look at you guys!" <laughs> yeah. And that was awesome because you know we got to do that interview with D, and it was really awesome to to get to meet him yeah. and and talk with him a little bit and uh um have that conversation with him and, and tell him you know hey thanks for doing the interview with us and that that was funny because i i dropped that uh you know because he does a full for people that haven't listened he does a full like halloween display in front of his house he's like about it and he goes was, all out I, he goes all out and i was like dude you need to you need a giant uh, Zillow beast in your front His yard. His eyes lit up. <laughs> it's like because he was like, because no, first you had asked him. You had asked him first. Hey, so what's what's the plan for this year's Halloween? And he was like, Oh, I haven't. I don't know yeah. yet. I haven't thought about it. And yeah. then he dropped the Zillow beast, and his eyes lit up. Like, oh my gosh! Like that's a great idea. Yeah. And then without even thinking it through, I'm like, I lean in and I'm like, and we can help you with that. <laughs> then I'm like, what have I done? <laughs> All right, so how's that? How's Somebody that 3D print about? coming along, Remy? <laughs> yeah, part so one of seven thousand. Yeah, it it was awesome. Um, he was him and Michelle were were very nice, and you know we mostly um talked with uh, Michelle because she was kind of standing in front of Levi, and and uh, got to show her, you know, talk about the poncho Remy made for her and. Uh, the which was spot on to the color of her dress, by the way. Dude, they matched, which was amazing. Um, and then even lifted up um, her poncho and showed her the jacket that um, Christy had made for Levi too. So, oh, Jedi uh, closet. That's yeah, cool. Jedi's closet. Yeah, yeah. So that was that was awesome too. And Michelle was was super super sweet with Levi and, and all of us. And uh, that was that was really really. I think fun. ultimately it was a neat. I think experience. ultimately what you know, and I think I can speak for all of us when I say that it's really gratifying and heartwarming to know that the writers and the creators of, of these shows that, that we are so heavily invested uh, emotionally and monetarily uh, into, they appreciate us as much as we appreciate them. And I mean, Oh my gosh, they, they were over the yeah. moon. They were asking us for costumes yeah. and, and like, that's how yeah. that was the vibe. Yeah. Just our, like my biggest takeaway from that whole thing was I, and, and I mean, I, I don't want to speak for all of you, but I think we all feel the same way. Um, like star Wars is in good hands with these people. Yeah. Like, like, you know, we, we talk about the, the, the fandom, we talk about the fandom and some of it can be toxic, whatever. But I think at the end of the day, we just want good content. We want consistent content and, and it might not be a, always a hit for what you like and prefer, but I will say the people behind um, the, the the all the artists, all the writers, all, all the all the there's so many people. Um, they really care about this, um, and it, it just that's that was the biggest takeaway I think from the whole thing. They are good, good vibes. It. They are into it as much as we are. Oh my and, gosh! And yeah. that I think that came from the next group of people that came through too. So yeah, Joe, I, I don't know if you want to talk about it or not. Did you shared a a kind of a military moment with uh was it jennifer corbett yeah I, I i don't want to get too too much into it but but it was mostly an appreciation 
for she she served right so she served in the navy and uh, and uh, with that little bit of information just you know proceeded to to interact with her i kind of stole her away from all of you guys you guys yeah, probably. and everybody else i didn't even talk but, to her dude whatever but uh <laughs> but but it was really great to make that veteran to veteran connection that just so happens to be we both love star wars and and so i just shared my appreciation of her her effort to to be thoughtful in the dialogue that we hear the clone speaking of and, and just the cadence of the story and the attention of the story. Cause these are, these are characters that we've grown to love and, and you could see the writer Jennifer pour her heart into the writing and, and the dialogue of these characters. So it's just really cool. It was mostly an appreciation. Yeah, for sure. You don't get an episode Which, like uh, episode 12 with crosshair and mayday. You don't get an you don't get an episode oh like that without somebody who's experienced those types of things. Yeah, understands, right? Yeah, yeah. Which which was was crazy because in the panel when she was talking about, you know, she got uh, uh, emotional. I guess I'd say when she was on the panel talking about uh, how she served and how she really is thoughtful and, and thinks very hard about how they portray the clones and the military. Cause it's very near and dear to her. And then afterwards, when we came out of there and you told us that story, I was like, dang, man, like this is, it's awesome stuff. You know, it's like, you take yeah. the goofiness, whatever we're dressing up and we got on stage and whatever, whatever. But like, that's pretty <laughs> sweet, man. Sorry. Cursed. But, um, I just think that's really, really awesome. So, you know, obviously none of us, but Joe has served in the military, but to, to, to have that come out of, you know, this goofiness that we do is, uh, is really special. So I, I was more stoked on that than anything that we did. It was just more of, uh, what Joe got to experience. I thought that was, that was awesome. Yeah. I appreciate that, man. Um, and then they announced Star Wars Celebration 2025 in Japan. <laughs> and we were all like, what? All right. So I'm I'm putting I'm putting the four of you guys on the spot right now. Who's going? Within five minutes, I texted Tori and she said, we're going to really try. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, this is. I mean, we, we have two, two years. years to prep it. You can't even book anything anyway, right. like till next year. No. Um, I will say that I already started. Oh gosh, guys! I started learning Japanese. Ooh. <laughs> I'm I'm on level two on Duolingo. Ooh. Start the curse okay. words first, so, Scott. You can you can <laughs> you can practice with Sky because she's been taking Japanese for I can years. Order, so I can order tea. sushi, tea, and water. How do you order sushi? Show us. Uh, no. <laughs> you do it. You don't. You don't need to either. You you really don't need to. No. I've been there twice. It's well, so hard, dude. By by two years from now, I'm just gonna speak into like the Chat GPT equivalent, and yeah. it's gonna shout out You're exactly gonna have what the, I need. The In universal years, translator just come out of your throat. Just hold, say order me sushi, and it's going and it's gonna do its thing, and it's gonna be fluent and perfect For, okay so let's 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 do what we 
normally do since we all know we all signed up that we're, we're going to try to go um but let's try to help people um i've been to japan a couple times um it is a you know there's there's a conception of it's oh it's uh it's really expensive it's it is it's 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 hard it, it is so the flight can the flight can be expensive um staying there does not need to be expensive so there are airbnbs if you are and then alongside with that airbnbs are not bad if you try to go to a hotel and you want you know american creature comforts comforts you're paying you're paying if you can find an airbnb or rent an apartment um extend your stay it, the, the con's only three days so stay for a longer time um and then eating if you are not scared and there's no reason to be scared to go out and find you can go to freaking mcdonald's in in japan if you want to go ahead but you can go to little corner stores you can go to 7-eleven you can get you you can get food like really good food for not that much money but if you're like i need an american breakfast at the hotel you're paying 30 bucks <laughs> Literally, that's, that's how oh, it works. Bro. You're paying Pabu bucks, life, but. sushi, twenty four seven. That's it. <laughs> You're sushi. right, Brian. That that's a good point because I think you want to you want to experience the culture. I mean, th- they're putting it in Japan for a reason. Obviously, yep. there's a whole bunch of fans that that get to experience it that haven't been able to go to Anaheim, haven't been able to go to London. Now there's another the part of the world market. that gets to yeah. experience it. Yeah, and. uh and so for us, it's an opportunity to immerse ourselves and try something new. Just bring Pepto if you need to. Just be ready in case you know it doesn't quite agree with you. But but it'd be fine. It's good. But you don't. You, when even, I say when I say adventurous too, it's not even like eating weird things. It's like you can get anything. You can get a pizza. You can get my first night. The first time we went to Japan, we had pizza. Dude, and I heard that the pizza. Some of the most. Yeah, best I heard pizza. that the pizza in Japan is like it rivals the pizza in Italy everything you eat if it's not japanese it's still as good or better hamburgers pizza you name it there's an attention to the way they prepare food so for just people that are a little nervous or a little scared you don't need to be um just just go for it have some adventure and and like i said find an airbnb or something um eat it Sushi, sushi. Well, and then you you can't spend then, a lot of uh, money. I think that kind of, I mean, we talked about coming home and all the mishaps and adventures we had coming home, but um, <laughs> I think that kind of wraps up our, our celebration experience in London. It, I, I, I want to echo like what John said too. It was just super good to, to be with you guys. You know, like we do all this, you know, over the, over digital and we talk and we chat and whatever, but yeah, it was it was definitely a little bit hard, like leaving, because um, we were having yeah. like such a good time. But uh, it was fun. It was a freaking blast seeing you guys. Absolutely, I think. Look it, forward it's to like next every time. celebration that we've had in the past that I've been to, at least. There's the panels and the costumes and the merch. That's all cool, but it's the people that I think are the. That's the number one reason to go to celebration is to meet the people. Met a lot, a lot of people. Time. So thank you all. Thanks, Thanks for everyone who yeah. came to the panel. I, I still can't get over this is this is gonna sound funny, but getting off the plane, going to get our luggage as soon as we touch down in London, 
this big ass bin that says fragile and it's got a tech sticker on it and a dad batch sticker on it comes around that conveyor belt. Right. So I'm there to pick it up. It's huge. It's a big industrial military grade bin for my, for my tech. And I can see a lot of people staring at it. And there's this, there's a couple in front of me and I'm zeroing in to grab it. And all the heads turn like, who's this person that's going to pick up this bin. So I go in and reach for it and I grab it. And then people start saying, man, that's an, that's a, that's a nice bin. That's a nice bin. Oh, dad batch. I listened to that what? show. I'm like, no way. Like it's already it's starting. starting. <laughs> who are you? Who are you? So, so had a conversation who, like, who, who are you? Like, how did you hear about us? And, and what's funny is that these are people that listen to the podcast, but don't necessarily follow my Instagram or our Instagram or none of that. So, so, I mean, I guess the less, another lesson learned was likes and hearts and that dopamine hit that we all like doesn't even come close to comparing to who's really out there, which is a lot of different people that appreciate what we're doing. And, and, and so that was a first indication. And then I just happened to be wearing some gear from a San Diego company that represents uh, blink 182 Tom DeLong to the stars. And this guy's like, Hey, you're from San Diego. Yeah. I also like star Wars. So we started having this really cool conversation. Like I hadn't even left the airport and Kim's like, Joe, we got to go. I'm like, yeah, I'm talking right now, Kim, hold on. You know? <laughs> and, and, and it was nonstop when we got on the train, just hanging out with John or we're going somewhere and, and people just strike up conversations. Yeah, that, that happened a few times. Oh, what are you when into? We were on the train. Oh, one, that one Canadian guy is like, Oh, I listen to that. And we're like, Oh, that's us. And they're like, he's like, Oh, you guys remember that? Who, who, was, I, who was I with? I, was it you, yeah. Joe? Was it the, that Canadian couple? I think. Yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. And and sh- what was funny is like, is, I listen is to that, but he, that guy, John. Going to the panel. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, he doesn't like onions. I'm not sure about that. But what what was funny? So so here's here's the effect, right? So people listen to the show, and then they started following. So a lot of people are now following Dad Batch. They're following this based off of a week ago. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and there's just way more engagement, which is cool. So the DMs are, are up, people asking about how to make stuff. It, it's, it's really good. So just really excited that, you know, we can, we yeah, can there was, there this. was a couple people oh, at the was... workbench that showed up and they were like, had never heard of the dad batch. They didn't even know who we are. They didn't know what we were doing, but they, they just happened <laughs> they just to up. want to catch a panel because it was the only thing that they could do at that certain time of the day and we had that one guy that came up who was like hey i'm building a doctor who dalek he was and, crew he was um, working there yeah yeah we he was part of the crew we were t- talked to him earlier in the day and we're like oh you should come over and talk the, to the fact that he was just like he was he was so motivated to like to get back to building because of of the community that that we have here uh that was awesome. I, I I think that was a, another thing I, I missed on too that I wanted to bring up too was just like the globalness of it, and, and not just what we're doing here, but just like the globalness of Star Wars and and I'd say the legions too, the clubs, you know. Um, yeah, there there were people that we met that like like either myself or or Tori and Levi with Death Watch girls have followed and communicated with for like five years. It was like never, and you never met them, never met them in person. Um, and that was super, super cool and really like opened your eyes to where like, oh, dude, when you go to celebration in Florida, Anaheim, there's still so many people right. out there, like not 
like you think everyone's there, but like, no, there's no, this was a whole new world of people, which globalness, you know, that's, it's all like, that's the only word I have for it, you know? crazy so i got i got to share the story and i I don't want to say who it is because i don't want to i didn't ask for their permission to share the story but but basically it's a it's a young guy um from a european country who listens to the podcast on his drive to work and he's also a maker he makes his own stuff and then he proceeded to share with kim so i heard this through kim my wife that um sort of on the personal level was dating somebody with kids and was kind of reluctant and, and apprehensive about, man, should I continue dating this person? They're not my kids and whatnot. But then listens to our show religiously. We start talking about our kids and what it's like to raise kids or whatever. And we don't do it all the time. We don't, it's or, you know, lose but, your but it kids. does come up. <laughs> we don't need it. We can go past that. <laughs> or lose someone else's kids. Delete that <laughs> section of the podcast. Anyways. So he's, he, he was just encouraged. And, and, um, and so to hear a personal story of just, again, it, it was so neat. And I was taken aback when I heard it. I was like, are you serious? Like that guy is getting advice from us. That's scary. But, but actually, no, it's, it's actually kind of cool. Right. So just trying to, it's, it's a, an appreciation to another level that I was not expecting. That's awesome, man. Yeah. Yeah. Echo, echo. Crazy. John? Had a few of those moments. Any any final thoughts? No, yeah, I I, I, I had a lot of too, people huh? that I've European people that I've been talking to uh, on Instagram for years and years and years. People like lightsaber people when I used to do. You were speaking a lot of Spanish. There were, there were a lot yeah. of yeah. They're, I mean, they're all Europeans that, that you know whatever. Yeah. We've been in contact yeah. for so long, and it's people like oh my Spain, god, there you yeah. are. Like he, here we are, you know, like here we all are. I was walking with you. We were on. We were walking to the train, <laughs> and then I heard somebody yell. Alpha ignition? Is that you? And I was like, okay, is this somebody like trying to mess with John? Oh no, the 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 the, the guy with and the, then, the pins. Yeah, that, that and then and then we turn around and and it's this guy who's like he really knows you as Alpha Ignition. <laughs> yeah, but that was and like, I was like, yeah, oh my yeah, gosh, yeah. this is awesome. I, I feel terrible. I, I don't remember. His Wait, name. you mean he almost? You mean he, he doesn't change it? The John's yeah, is, 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 yeah, I was gonna say he doesn't know you as John's no, is you underscore. That's another dude I met years and years and years ago, like three or four years ago. We were in contact, and um, I don't remember his name right now. But I feel like I feel bad, but uh, whatever. And yeah, he, he recognized me and called me, and I, and I turned around. <laughs> that's awesome oh, that's man. awesome the fact you guys stole my joke that's so good oh man I... <laughs> alright well that's another one for the books I'm sure we're going to come up with a lot more stories uh, in the future when we can remember it because a lot of it is a blur but uh, we do want to say thank you again everybody for tuning in if you'd like to rep your support for the show pick up one of our limited edition t-shirts or hoodies at the dadbatch.com. We're being hailed. This encryption's new. This might take a while. Okay, so I figured we'd do a little bit of a recap of some of the announcements that came out during Celebration. I know that we talked about it during the live show. Um, there wasn't some, very many. So just some of that was, was so kind of late breaking information. Um, and the way we approached it, we didn't quite get to cover everything. So I'm um, going to go down the rundown here. We're already like an 
over an hour into the show and we're just hitting the news. So I'm going to try and go quick because um, we got Mandalorian to talk about too. Uh, so Andor uh, was one of the first. So the, the, the first big panel of the weekend was the big Lucasfilm showcase. Um, and they talked about kind of all of each of the shows and, and the different pro- projects that they've got going. Uh, Andor, so they, uh, they're about half done filming Andor right now. Um, slated for summer 2024 release. Uh, Ac- Acolyte, they've got um, about they've got four episodes in the can done, um, and uh, and there's they're kind of working on the rest of it. So that, that's I think there's like six episodes, so they're a little over half done now um, with with all of that. And then uh, uh, Jonas, and I'm, I'm so you know you know me, I'm so bad with the names. Uh, Jonas, the guy that does Chewbacca Swat them now. All. Um, yeah, there you go. I knew somebody would help me with that one. Uh, so he, uh, they announced he, he, so he's playing a Jedi Wookiee, uh, not to be confused with Gunji, but, uh, but he plays a Jedi Wookiee in that show, which is pretty cool. Uh, Skeleton crew, uh, they brought some of the cast and crew out. Uh, we, the, the attendees of the panel got to see a trailer for that. Um, so that's, that's coming. Did that trailer get released? Is it available? Not or? officially, but there's a lot of high okay. res <laughs> recordings of it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> guess the security didn't do their job on that one <laughs> so um so they talked about ahsoka so there was a trailer shown for that as well um and i think they actually did release a mostly complete version of that trailer uh to the public as well um but i, I think there was a couple little extra shots that that were limited um that officially comes out and airs in august so not too long from now we'll be watching ahsoka so we'll we'll be keeping track with that um the official stance is that there is an okay for a second season that is dependent on the performance of the first season. But I've actually heard um, through other channels that they've already confirmed the second season for Ahsoka. So you heard it here wow. first. Um, and then uh, not it wasn't part of that panel, but they uh, we we during that panel they, they we got like a behind the head glimpse of what we were at that time led to believe was Thrawn. And then during the Ahsoka panel later in the weekend, we actually did get confirmation that that was in fact Thrawn and he is played by Lars Mikkelsen. So, which was the fan favorite for that. So good to see that one happening. Super Uh, exciting. Yeah. They talked about uh, three new films and focusing on kind of three different periods of time. Um, So there is, uh, there are new Eras. They, they, the way they did this, they brought out kind of the little iconography for the different eras, you know, the original trilogy and, and the, the High Republic and kind of all those periods of time. Um, so they introduced a new one called The Dawn of the Jedi. Um, and there, that one, there's a film announced for that. Uh, it takes place 25,000 years before the High Republic. So a uh, long, long time ago. And it basically is the origin story for the Force itself. A long, long Long, time long, ago. long, 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 long time, time ago. Really long time ago. Yeah, with it, with an underscore. Long time ago, twenty five thousand years before. Um, and so, long and that ago. one's that one's being uh, helmed by uh, James Mangold. Uh, the next film that they announced uh, takes place during an era that we kind of are familiar with. It's the Mandalorian kind of time period, but that is now being referred to officially as the New Republic. Um, mm. Dave Filoni was announced. That's his first feature film uh, directing role that he'll be doing. Um, and this is kind of the big crossover, uh, epic crossover film. So, Matt, this is the uh, 
the the Avengers Infinity War film to the individual Captain America or Iron Man films, right? So we've got the individual shows and they will all culminate in a single feature film kind of battle team off kind of thing. And uh, that one's being put together by Filoni and they're targeting a 2026 release for that. I think I got to double stitch that. I've got better notes for that in a minute. Um, and then a new, uh, the, 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 the last one they talked about is called the new Jedi order. And this takes place uh, 15 years after episode nine uh, uh, being helmed by uh, Charmin Obaid Chinoy. Uh, who's directing. And now this was the film that was originally being put together by Damon Lindelof. Um, and he's since confirmed that he's no longer part of it. Uh, Stephen Knight has resumed the writing work for that. Um, and I've, I've got a little more on that in a minute under a different heading here, but, but we'll, we'll get to that. And they introduced that this is, this film takes place. Uh, there's a new Jedi order being established, um, helmed by a new Jedi master and out onto the stage walks Daisy Ridley. So that was my goosebump moment for the, uh, for the whole convention. Cause that was pretty That's cool. So rad. Yeah. So crosshair is getting what he wants. He's getting a new, um, sequel trilogy era type film. Um, on that note. So, uh, Kathleen Kennedy, and it wasn't, wasn't part of this panel. It was later in the weekend, but Kathleen Kennedy was, um, was talking to someone and she confirmed that the, the familiar yellow text kind of scrolling the, the opening crawl that we're all familiar with on all of the, the, uh, the trilogy films, they didn't do that for Rogue One. They didn't do it for Solo, but it's been on every other feature film. That moving forward, no matter what, whether it's a feature, you know, whether it's one of those saga films or what, that crawl will be present on every Star Wars film from now on. Period, in some Good. way, shape, or form. Yeah. So they they in for whatever reason they decided that uh, having not done it for Solo and Rogue One was a mistake, and they'll they'll be correcting that moving forward. Good for them. Wow. Figured it out. Um, That's good. Tales of the Jedi. Uh, so at the end of the Clone Wars anniversary panel, Filoni revealed that there would be another season, which I, I think we all kind of hoped or suspected. Um, and, yeah. and, and he said, he said, Tales of the Jedi was so fun the first time I decided to do some more. What's become apparent to me is that the Jedi have to continue to teach their Padawans and I have to teach my Padawans in animation so that Lucasfilm animation can continue to be strong. Nice. So, it's like practice. Um, and that's so obviously... Yeah, no, and I, I know why that's so important. Um, sorry to cut you off, Randy. No, go but, ahead. But, but just thinking about like the Dad Batch, and we know that there's going to be a season three and season three only. Like, it's just so sad to think that this this might be the last time that we hear Dee's voice as much, right? Um, the, the the clones as much, but but these inc- additional pieces, and not that that the Jedi tales tales of the Jedi will include clones all the time. They won't. It's going to go all over the place, but. It gives us more opportunity to get more of the stuff that we love, right? I, I think that's that's what's cool, you know. Yeah, yeah, and I think we've clearly established at this point that whether it's animated or live action or feature film or TV, it doesn't matter. Like Star Wars fans are going to consume all of it, um, you know. Yeah. Just what what we've got a whole we've got a whole podcast and thing around us here that's all built around five guys that are into this kit, what air quotes kids show. So, you know, all, all of the notion of like, it's got, it's, it's for kids. There's like, that's, that's all BS, right? Like we know that, I mean, what we've, how many people have gotten shot point blank in the face this in season two of Bad Batch alone. So it's clearly not just for kids. 
So, totally. <laughs> um, oh, and, and so, yeah, speaking of Bad Batch, and we mentioned this earlier, so they confirmed that there will be a third and final season um, uh, that is slated, uh, slated to come sometime uh, in 2024. Uh, um, I've got, I've got a, little bit more, a little bit more on that uh, in a minute. <laughs> 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 and, uh, and then we, we knew this. Uh, we, we got a trailer, a pretty good trailer for the content that's uh, in Star Wars Visions Volume mm-hmm. 2. Um, we also saw a trailer for Bad Batch season two. Um, so season three, sorry, season three. Yes. Um, I was very happy to see that as near as I can tell, Echo's costume didn't change uh, that they much. They only showed the first two episodes. <laughs> yeah. And they only showed him from the waist up too. And he didn't show his right hand either. So we'll see. Um, so, uh, one, the last bit of news that I've got here, and this isn't specifically Star Wars related, but I wanted to tie this back into Star Wars, um, I keep track of all the Hollywood kind of going on, goings on for various reasons that everybody probably knows um, that we are on the brink of a writer strike, which will be the first time since 2017 that, that uh, the Writers Guild of America has voted. They voted 98% in favor of striking. Um, so they've got until May 1st to get that resolved. Otherwise, anything that the that is in writing is potentially going to be impacted from a schedule perspective. So let's talk about the Star Wars projects that we know about and what may or may not be impacted by a potential writer strike. So things that we know have a completed scripts. There will be no impact to this because the scripts have long since been done in, in some cases are completely done filming it. Um, skeleton crew, Ahsoka, um, the Mando season four scripts are all done. They've been, they've long since been written. They wrote those alongside of season three. Um, Bad Batch season three scripts are all done and or obviously all done. Uh, Acolytes all done. So now let's talk about what's at risk or potentially at risk. So basically what we're looking at is the newly announced films. So the Ray film actually is mostly written. Um, the, the, the little bit of writing that they've got left. And again, this was the Damon Lindelof script uh, that got, that's been taken over by, um, oh, what was his name? Stephen Knight. Uh, Stephen Knight. Yeah. So they're expecting that sometime mid May that the writing on that will be finished. So, possible that there wouldn't be much of an impact to that considering it's mostly done um and there's plenty of time between now and then to get to to kind of adjust and do pickups or whatever so that actually may not be much of an impact but there's potential there um the uh feloni's film could be impacted so we don't we don't know anything about how much of that is or isn't written um feloni is a member of the the writers guild so if and he's in an interesting spot because he's both the writer and the director so he'll kind of be walking yeah, yeah, he's everything on that. So he'll be kind of walking both sides of the line. What's interesting is, sorry, my phone's ringing. Um, what's interesting is the uh, the James Mangold film, um, which is the uh, the Ray film. That one is, uh, sorry, not not the Ray film, uh, the High Republic film. That one is uh, he's not a member of the Writers Guild. So if there's a strike, unless he chooses to. Um, kind of observe that uh, in unity with the, the, the writer's guild, there will be no impact. To, like he doesn't have to stop. Um, he's not, he's under no obligation to do so. So that, that, that we shouldn't expect to see a film or see an impact for that. Um, we'll know May 1st, if this is going to happen. Uh, and the, kind of the other thing to kind of tie into this, the, the Ray film, uh, the new Jedi order film is slated for, that'll be the first one we see. And that's slated for a December release in 2025. And by the way, I don't know how much of this has actually been announced yet, but I'm saying it anyways. Uh, 
Don't cross the streams, dude. I, I have not been told this under any official channel, so I can repeat it. Um, uh, Filoni's film scheduled for the year later, December of 2026, and the Mangold film is slated for December of 2027. So it's funny. They're kind of they're going to come out in reverse chronological order. So the, the farthest one in the future is going to be the first one that comes out, and then the middle one, and then the one that's huh. 25,000 years ago that's is going to be the last one. Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They got to do this. Them all backwards. And that year is 2026 or 27? Yeah. So one a year, which we 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 had actually talked about this months ago that we were predicting that there were going to be three films announced for these three time periods. So yeah. So December 2025, December 2026, and December 2027. So each year we will get one. I have a, I have a feeling that release. that writer's strike thing is Dang. really going to impact Doctor Strange 3 and Thor 5. Just saying. <laughs> and Brian and Brian is completely busted up about that. Um, Do you remember the Price is Right that bump bump uh, bump? Uh, <laughs> you know, remember, no whammies, no whammies, no whammies, no, whammies. no, no whammies. Man, those guys just can't catch a break. But again, yeah. But again, um, largely Star Wars is going to be unaffected by the strike, um, even if it pans out and, and who knows how long it would last. I, Dude, just chat GPT that script, bro. Uh, you know, <laughs> done. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm going to do that right now. Actually, I'm going to do chat GPT. You write a dad batch like, movie. Give me, give me, no, 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 not dad batch. Give me a, give me a script or give me an idea. And then Ramey can keep doing the news, and I'm going to chat GPT the heck out of a Star Wars script. Did you just discover this or something? What's going on? No, I do. I've been using it for other things, but let's use it for Star Wars. Why not? I I know somebody who's a VP at work who has been using this for months, (laughs) using chat GPT to do his status reports every week, and nobody's figured it out. Okay, so so we're going to have we're going to have let's let's have Ahsoka save um, uh, (laughs) tech. And Kanan, because those are two amazing characters that died too soon. Yeah, she'll reach out like at the last second. She'll reach out from the world beyond worlds and like pull them in. And Saves. They're just hanging tech, out. Tech yeah. and Ezra, and eating an unlimited supply of sour patch. So that's that's the that's that's what I'm gonna go with. And then okay, go ahead, Echo. I'm gonna check the script in. We'll um, see where we go. The, 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 I, I that, saw. I, I saw something where someone used that to uh, write a resignation letter to a to a to a crappy boss oh my gosh. and it was oh my gosh it is complete gold was it gold <laughs> yeah okay so and and uh on in completely unrelated news and the last thing i have to talk about is i am predicting right now that thrawn is not actually the bad guy so you heard it here first i mean mm. which we kind of know but they, they're setting him up to be like the big baddie but i don't think he is i think there's something worse mm. uh so and that is it for the news Oh my gosh. Opening shot. A spaceship flies through the vastness of space. As the camera zooms in, we see Ahsoka Tano piloting the ship. Voice over. Ahsoka Tano. It's been months since the fall of the Republic. The galaxy is in chaos, and the Jedi Order has been all but destroyed. Dude, I'm serious. <laughs> Check the PT. We don't need a writer's skilled whatever. <laughs> Chat GPT. It's still going. Oh my gosh. Save it. But daddy is a state of mind. You know what I'm saying? I'm your daddy.
working on that that script uh tech uh but it's gold this week gold. we are going to review the mandalorian season three chapter 23 the spies with an episode runtime of 53 minutes this episode was directed by rick femiua written by john favreau and dave filoni with the disney plus description survivors come out of hiding we are also going to be reviewing <laughs> this sucks. This really the sucks. Mandalorian season three, chapter twenty-four, <laughs> the return, forty-two minutes, directed by also directed by Rick Famuyiwa, written by John Favreau, with a Disney Plus description of the Mandalorian and his allies confront their enemies. So these are the last two episodes, episodes seven and eight, chapters twenty-three and twenty-four of season three. What did you guys think? I mean. Uh, it's I over. Know, it right? sucks. We're another season down. Uh, John, what did you think of episode twenty three and twenty four? Um, like I had said privately, I think there were a lot of really good and impactful moments. Like, uh, like uh, w- one part that sticks out when uh, Axe is flying up through the air to go to through, through upper atmosphere. Such a good scene, amazing, and then he's in space. I thought that was epic. Um, but there were some moments like where it's like, then you know, I don't know, it's like, boom, he escapes. Like, okay, I've escaped, I'm with the kid, we're good to go. And it's kind of like, okay, that was you know, I don't know. I feel like the previous episode was more impactful overall. But it was still really good because also all the mandos flying was was with their jet. Uh, all the jetpack stuff was really great. I think that that jetpack battle they had in the uh, cavern there. Uh, overall, it was good. I liked it. I liked it a lot. John, what do you think about the 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 reveal of the cloning uh, aspect? I mean, it, it showed. I mean, what, it, it was like the payoff to what we had seen from season one, from what was going on. I guess right. Like that, that, like that's what was happening the whole time. He's trying to yeah. clone himself, and, and to make his clone capable of possibly being able to use the force to create an army that is like, you know, indestructible yeah. or whatever. I mean, a little selfish, you know. I thought, I thought there was a bigger picture than just him <laughs> cloning himself. You know, I thought it was yeah. like, ooh, like here. Yeah, I was, here. I was kind of throw, I was kind of thrown off on that a little bit because it's like, you know, we. The, the whole cloning thing has been something that Gideon's been doing since season one. But then like when they were, when he was talking to the shadow council, uh, he's like, it's in, not my thing. It's your thing. Yeah. He, yeah. He's like, cloning's your thing. And then all of a sudden in 24, he's like, he's getting, like my like, clothes emotional. You, you he's like, he's them. Like, getting yeah. emotional. And yeah, eh, it was a little, so, so Hey, can you guys fill this in for me then? Because, that, that council, they were talking about Thrawn was referred to, right. and Thrawn has been missing for some time, Necromancer? right? And so I guess is it is it understood? Yeah. Is it understood that Thrawn is supposed to be the one to step into the void, and everybody's waiting for him, but he isn't? And so could Moff Gideon be planning to be the one to really step into that he void tried. and lead? Is is was that he doing? Was he doing that the whole time? Do. Uh, I I could be wrong, but I that I was his plan. That's what the idea was like. Get his for because he was the only person in charge on Mandalore that was in that imperial facility. There was, you know, there wasn't anyone yeah. above him or, or equal to him. He he was the boss, and he had the sickest armor, and he had his whole little uh, super trooper. 
Yeah. Cloning. But he, he he was he was going after Grogu the whole time to try get, try to get his yeah, Metaclorians and I stuff. Imagine, so he he's I all imagine all of that was yeah. because they were trying to clone the Emperor, which is essentially you know what they end up doing eventually. But, but it, no, apparently but it, it. it was Project Necromancer where they yeah. bring him back from the dead, essentially, and and that's why he's like rotting and 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 all weird and and, uh, and that's but that's what Hux is rise. working on, right? Right, Project Necromancer. That's what Hux is, but secretly Moff Gideon has been doing his own experiments for himself. Right. Like he's he's trying to she's trying to it's it's like gangsters, right? When one one gangster is trying to take out another gangster and move in and, and yeah. take over. I, I, I just know. thought it was a little was, cheap that that was the entire payoff from the beginning of the show. That's why he saved Grogu, like because he was being used for these cloning experiments. And in my head, I was like, oh, Emperor, duh. But no, it was just this dude trying to trying to t- come up, you know, and clone himself. It was, yeah. It's all about him. Right. I, yeah. Yeah. I almost, I almost feel like yeah. episode 23 and 24, even though they were both directed by Rick and both written by John, they felt very different. Um, I mean, we had Filoni on 23. That could have been the difference, well, but I feel like, <clears throat> I feel like the tone of both episodes were very different. I, I feel like it's harder when there's so many actors in scenes like this. Like they have like 20 people in a scene or 30 people in a scene and it might be a little easier to, uh, I don't know, communicate something if it's just two or three actors involved in something rather than thir- they have to get it right. You know, I don't know. I, I, I might not even be making sense right now. I just, there's a lot of people in these last two episodes, like a lot of extras. A lot of uh, Mandos. I almost uh, feel like they could have taken just the last two episodes and made that the season. Like they could have stretched it out. Dude. I mean, I didn't see the finale. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the episode <laughs> before where Bo got the. I, I just like zoned out while you guys were talking. <laughs> oh, that's right. Brian hasn't seen it. Because yeah. I haven't watched it yet. <laughs> Brian, wa- right. read my <laughs> script and then get ready for the movie that I'm going to film. He's sending you the episode right now. But, but the, la- the last episode, Tori and I were watching it, and she was like, halfway through the episode, she's like, why why can't the whole season have been like this? <laughs> like, well, there was all that stuff going um, on. Man. The Mando's chilling with their beach chairs on the, on the <laughs> lawn. Was that a, was weird. was a cute look. <laughs> no, but there's uh, some a lot highlights of, for me. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I, I think the Shadow Council, like I wanted to see more of the Shadow Council. Um, I was almost hoping for like a post credit scene with the Shadow Council. Like, mm. like, okay, Gideon's gone. Who's going to come in? And then like you see. Watch somebody kind of step like, into the. Like you see the back of Thrawn's head or something, you know, or, or, or whatever. Right, right. Yeah. I wondered, I wondered if or they even, would do that. Even that, that girl. Uh, that answers to Thrawn, um, the one that Ahsoka beat up. Oh, um, the uh, magistrate. Oh, what's her name? Yeah. The magistrate. Yeah, like yeah. seeing yeah. her like step into the Shadow Council would have been cool or something. Um, I also loved seeing uh the armorer fly with the her hammer pack? and just like, like she's like straight up Thor, dude. She's like, dude, she's, she's like, like vindicated, right? Like, like, can we all agree she's not a spy and she was actually just doing the right thing the whole time? Like, why? I why did everybody think that she had anybody for that matter think that she was? 
And, and oh, she left God, right yeah. as the others. Whatever. Know, yeah, it's BS. She, she's always yeah. doing the so right I, thing. I, yeah. Anybody that said that doesn't understand Star somebody, Wars. Somebody had posted I've been, this. I've been waiting for that scene. Um, I've been waiting for her to fly with so, a jetpack. So the, the title. <laughs> hey, Brian, start printing a jetpack for Tori. If we can like rewind our brains from like to, to two weeks ago. So the, the title of the episode was called The Spies. And everybody was thinking like in a, in a very literal sense, like there must be a spy. Because in the episode recap that they show before the episode, they showed a lot of um, – Pershing and uh, 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 the Imperial girl, the Amnesty girl. Um, yeah. Kate, uh, I, I forget her name. Yeah. It's Katie O'Brien's character. So when Kane. they showed her, Kane, thank you. When they showed yeah. her in the recap and then the thumbnail for the episode was the armorer. And then the title of the episode is the spies. They threw us Everyone off. kind of just assumed it was it was literal. But somebody had posted this uh, today um, that the spies was not the title of the spies was not meant to be literal. It, it was supposed to be um, the twelve spies, as recorded in the Book of Numbers, were a group of Israelite chieftains, one from each of the twelve tribes who were dispatched by Moses to scout out the land of Canaan for 40 days as the future home of the Israelite people during the time when the Israelites were in the wilderness in the wilderness. So the spies doesn't refer to people spying like, you know, like we would know in the traditional sense of the word spy. It was meant to be (coughs) those, the group of those Mandalorians revisiting their homeworld. They are the spies representing their tribes to find, to reclaim their, their, their home world. They're doing yeah. reconnaissance. I mean, that's, that's, that's what they were doing. Right. And they're, they're trying to figure out, okay, where's the weak areas with the entries? Where do we, where do we consolidate when we yeah. get in a fight? You've like got, they're, they're, you've they're got just scoping the death watch, out. the former death watch being represented by uh, what the armor, right? You've got mm-hmm. Bo Katan and, and, and her tribe. And then those uh, pi- 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 pirate. Uh, the, the pirates. <laughs> um, yeah. And, you know, it was kind of a little weird, too. Like when they went in the underground. The Shriekhawks. Garden. Yeah. With the grass. I mean, I get what they're the trying trees. to do. But it's just, they're just like, oh. They're just trying to show the, the potential of a new yeah. world of Mandalore. Dude. You know? A whole new Cusca Reeves world. is also a, yeah. a BA in this episode. She's so slick. Sliding Cusca, around, yeah. falls down the pa- platform, yeah. then fires with her knees. Yeah. The we fight got, scenes. Oh, yeah. Paz, the, the, the darts. Paz Vizla. Knee darts. Gone to Paz. Paz went out like a, like a homie. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, th- speaking of Paz, John, yeah. what are you holding uh, there? A uh, helmet I finished today. A Paz Vizla. Rip. Rip. Rip gone too soon but um yeah so let me let me write a script to bring paz back as well osoka's <laughs> gonna stand out save paz hold on so 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 you know <laughs> uh you know to, i didn't watch the last episode but like the episode before i'll lean into that a little bit so i don't just sit here staring at the wall um man moff gideon looks sick in his all black armor and those Praetorians 
Praetorian Dude. guards with the, they're elite super troopers, chest pieces, super commandos, and the super commandos. The super commandos felt a little Dude, animated. The armor right? on that. Did you guys get that vibe, like an animated vibe? Episode was on point, but those first order vibes and those Praetorian guards that was. And and Moff Gideon looks sick. I mean, a cape with a jetpack. Come on. And it's it, it, even though they look like the Praetorian guards that we saw in the Last Jedi. There's not a single piece of armor that's consistent between the Praetorian. Nope. Those they're completely, completely different. But it is they're just all red guys. It is first order based torso armor. Yeah, I think the gauntlets are actually classic TK gauntlets that they just painted red. From mm. what I can tell. Yeah, the um, chest yeah. pieces are. And then we were talking order, like, chest like back and, and ab and kidney like that's in the belt sect like that's all straight. First we were order talking. TK. You and I were talking offline today about their helmets because people um, people had I don't want to say leaked, but <laughs> yeah, people had happened. alluded to that the, that the Praetorians were going to look like Mandalorian helmets. Like that's what they had said prior and i i, I guess i kind of get that kind of does a little do. bit yeah they kind of do but ramey you you but and i had talked it. about where those helmets really originate from yeah which i mean the word praetorian kind of goes along with it like if anybody that's watching the video looks over my shoulder it's quite dusty at the moment but the blue senate card the the precursor to the royal guard which was red um but the blue one had basically a Mandalorian T visor, but they had that like armor esque piece that came down the front, down the nose, all the way down. Um, it's, it's just a straight it's, evolution. It's essentially, of that. Yeah. It's but in red, that, but, in, but red. in red of the blue, of the blue guard. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Minus Brian, minus the you're going to really but, love the final cool. episode because they brought in some, some sequel trilogy stuff into there with a uh, I mean, they already yeah. started to. They're planting those seeds. So, do Moff Gideon look sick? Dude, I'm hyped. I'm hyped to see scene, the last episode. You have when what I want, come, or the uh, light cruisers coming down. You have something I want, and and Axe is just fight scenes were epic. Yeah, should we talk, dude? What about what about Din, Din Grogu? Grogu? Mandalorian Apprentice. Party all the time, party all the time. I like it. That was I, I like I like how we learn more about Mandalorian culture with, just with a, every with episode. Just it's not like just 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 that little bit from today we learned more about the culture and adoption so, and the the whole thing. It, it was kind of neat. So I don't know. Question, it was different. So if Grogu is Din Grogu and Din is Din Djarin, is it like Din is the last name, or is that like the name of his? I guess so. Or is that the name? What of about? Him? It's like a surname. What about, what about it's Boba like a surname, Fett, right? Jango Fett. Those are just names, Fett. right? I don't mm-hmm. know because they're not from Mandalore. What about or uh, Concordia? What about Vizsla? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey Grogu, but that's what I'm saying. Is it like his son? So that because Rag was Ragnar Vizsla. Is that was that his name officially, or was it Vizsla Ragnar? Or how's that work? I don't think they they shared that. Did they just said Ragnar? Hmm. Yeah. It's weird. I, like I'd like but to dig he deeper also, into that. But. Paz, Paz did say that's my son. Mm-hmm. And, and, and you know, it could have been some Yoda stuff that, that was just being said. It's really Grogu Din, but 
somebody you know, somebody was saying that in, 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 in Grogu? Uh, Chinese cult in Chinese culture, the surname is first. Right. Mm-hmm. It, they did it's like in the contract. Well. Last name comma. It's like Kim. Well, Ragnar is now a bastard. Because so. my buddy's name would was Kang, Kim, but they would in Korean it would be like Kim Kang. You know what I'm saying? Like they, they you say it backwards. Yeah, they swap they, they, it right. So it's like your surname yeah. first, and then your um, hmm. first name, I guess. Long Duck Dong. <laughs> so I mean, we got it. So then it's you got so, so then it's Paz Vizla. Then is Paz the family name, and Vizla's no, just no, no, a, a given Vizla. name. House Vizla, right? Well, then why isn't it House Jaren? Well, maybe he doesn't have a house. He's just. Uh, I mean, let's be consistent. Right? Is that's, it, that's what does I'm he not have that's a house because yeah. he's a foundling? Maybe. Is it is it like a foundling thing? I don't know. He's got a two part name, just like Paz Vizla. Okay, yeah. Did you guys count? Did, did you guys? Did you guys catch the way that oh. the armorer was like, uh, kind of like waiting for Din? Yeah. yeah, like Din was. She Din was, was like, like, "Thank you." I'm sorry, Din Jaren. I, I should say Din Jaren was like, "Well, then I will adopt him as my son." And then, and then she no, kind of turns around and she's like, "Finally, you get no, it." Because she like, she baited him. She's like, "Well, his parents. We don't know where his parents are, and they're you know we don't even know if they're alive." It's like. Go on. You can't go. You can't on. I was waiting for, for I was waiting for her to kind of like slap him upside the helmet with her hammer, like, this is finally the way. You finally <laughs> get it. <laughs> I will say I was I was expecting Grogu not to say the creed, but to say yeah. one word. And he I, didn't I agree. He didn't he's like Groot. He will he will say something. I am I He's am getting close. Grogu. You could tell they're kind of his sounds are starting to shift more to more like talking babble that kids do, you know, from sounds to babble, which is more like words. Oh, no, sounds he like did have, no, they, they no. did have his first word. Pooba, wasn't it? Or something like but, that? No, it was. No. 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 Dude, that was hilarious. Okay. Yeah. We're two episodes behind. I thought that was absolutely freaking hilarious how he yes. cruises. <laughs> yes. Steven, your your yes. lifelike yes. Rogu needs a full size yes. IG to sit inside. Or or yes. Grogu needs that. Yes. Yeah, the, one of the one of the guys that 3D models the droids already is working on the version that you can retrofit the chest and it's you can put the sideshow in there. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. So that whole thing. No, no, no. Yeah. Oh boy. So now, so so okay. So now that it's aired, I can talk about this. So <laughs> I that that scene in the in the chamber of or in the cave of the living waters that like the basically the last scene that we see all of them. That was the first thing they filmed at the beginning of the season. They filmed that in November of 2021. <laughs> well, that would that would make, I was that would make in, sense because according was, to you, that's the money shot. Guys, I was standing 20 feet, oh 20, gosh, 20 feet behind the armor when they filmed that. Nice. I've been so sitting good. on this for two years. So, so, so <laughs> since, since I've just pretty much heard the whole episode, does the mythosaur make oh, it? Bro. Yes, they do. Uh, okay, cool. Wait till you see it. Right. So what do you guys think about the mythosaur, I mean, though, given the season the three old... or season four? <laughs> yeah, it'll pop up in season four. It'll be a thing. For sure, I think mm, somebody's gonna write it. Grogu's oh, gonna. What write does it. Chat GPT say about Grogu? Grogu. 
<laughs> Grogu uh, taming the mythosaur. Joe's on it. Okay. Ben Grogu. Yes. 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 <laughs> what do you guys think about the uh, the death in the last episode? Big death. Uh, big death scene of. I feel like it was a bit, this a bit, this thing right here. A bit lackluster. Oh, that thing. That that felt a little cheap too. It was just so quick and meaningless. He just <laughs> bye. But it, honestly, it's it was important that that happened. She doesn't. It's that the idea of this dogmatic symbol that, like, the person who holds this thing is the ruler. That's all gone now. She has earned. She's earned the respect of everyone. There, she doesn't need that to be viewed as the ruler. She's earned the right to be the ruler because they've fought with her and seen her, and they now follow think, her. She doesn't need that fake symbol I think anymore. The- the symbology of having the armorer pass on the torch, like physically passing the torch to Bo and then reigniting the, the great forge. <laughs> the symbology um, symbolism. Yeah. Symbolism. That's what I said? Close enough. Symbolism. Rewind it real quick. <laughs> is symbology is symbology I wrong in that yeah, one? Yeah, it's symbolism it's wrong for whatever that was meant to. No, it's the way. Bad baby. I thought it was obvious though. Yeah, I think I think that uh, is probably uh, more important than than the dark saber. But I don't think that the dark saber is gone, per, like necessarily, because if they can break Luke Skywalker's saber in half and then bring it back with some, you know, leather tape. Um, I think they can, they can bring back the dark saber. I think the crystal's still good. It'll probably just be in a new hilt and then they'll ooh, give it to Grogu. Ooh, ooh, now we're talking. Now you're thinking about it for real. Opening shot. The camera pans across the rocky terrain of an unknown <laughs> planet. We hear the sound of a ship landing in the distance. The camera zooms in and it's the Razor Crest as it touches down on the planet's surface. See, they don't realize the Razor Crest is done. Back. Oh, Chat GPT so is not as smart as you. People are making it. I mean, it's only pulling out existing information that's in the wild and putting it together. I mean, I guess that's writing, but you're just <laughs> taking writing. you're taking words that are around you're putting words in order to like say things. I mean, yeah. tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. There you go. I just wrote my third movie <laughs> in one podcast. You're cranking That's them it. out. Joe's, Joe's done. I'm just he's cranking them out and just patting myself in the back. You don't even have to. Directly. You don't even have to stop when the strike happens. You just keep going. I wonder oh. if I can print my armor this way. Oh, I just remembered something. What do you remember, Joe? I might see you here in a few weeks. Actually, Ooh. I'm going to be you coming. In oh, California. cool. Hey, now can you set up the thing, Joe, for the thing? Time. Set up the thing yeah, since Brian's going to be here. Sure. So we'll all drive down. We'll all drive down to you and get those things that we talked about. Oh, those gosh. things. The things. Oh, those things. Oh, <laughs> that. <this thing. laughs> get the ting. Dude, my man. Friday morning. Dude, but I got a dude down here in Chulawana that does amazing. Go to Chulawana, baby. Chulawana. 
All five are of us getting, at the same time. You... Yep, enjoy this ready. It'll be Friday. Rami doesn't know it, but it's going to go on his butt cheeks. Wait, what? <laughs> yes. 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 Stop yes. it. <laughs> All right, guys. I think that does it for us today. This is a long episode. Um, if you guys enjoyed listening, go ahead and feed the algorithms. Give us five stars on your podcast app. Give us that good review. Um, be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel. We've got weekly episodes, unboxings, reviews, and other stuffs. And we're going to be starting a contest today. If you're listening to this episode right now, the live people can do it too. We're going to be starting a contest. We need to get to 1,000 subscribers on our YouTube channel. And in order to help us do that, if you go and subscribe right now, you will be entered into our drawing. And once we hit 1,000 subscribers, we're going to be capping off the list. So those first thousand, if you're already, if you're already a subscriber, you're good to go. But those top 1,000 subscribers will be entered into a contest to win a helmet of your choice, <laughs> casted by the one and the only Alpha Ignition. <laughs> Drop his face. Uh, yeah, you're, you're gonna get your choice of either a clone helmet, a Mando helmet, uh, and what's the other one that you cast, John? You guys can come and ca- you get you guys come and cast it. I'm gonna I'm gonna have a little workshop. You guys can all make a helmet. Oh, yeah. Okay, your teacher, teacher. There you go. Casted by the Dad Batch. That'd be cool. Uh, Might not be pretty, but you but, can wear uh, it. Yeah, I'll send some sweat in a bottle. You guys can pour it in it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Oh, man. Um, you can follow me at Stevie.Cakes on Instagram, sometimes Twitter. Gentlemen, let the listeners know where they can follow you. Joe? Uh, Tech.BadBatch. Remy? TheDadBatch.com. John? Alpha Ignition. And Brian? I haven't watched Mando.com. <laughs> Sit the name easy. Y'all know what time it is. Thank you again, everybody, for listening to episode 36 of the Dad Batch podcast. Be sure to tune in next week for episode 37. And until next time, enjoy your spice responsibly. Yes.